0: blazer fans you hear that intro music and you know it's time for the blazer victory podcast to start season number two this is your co-host john duncan and i'm joined as always by my co-host steve irvine and buddy it's it's been a while since we've been on but man i'm glad to talk some ball with you tonight
1: yeah yeah i'm I'm excited to get back and talk of this i've kind of been staring at the uh, countdown clock for uh for for quite a while and here trying to get ready for this thing because this, um, boy, there's a lot of excitement going into this season, you know, and a lot of, uh, for a lot of reasons, you know, and I, I think, I think part of it is for the challenge, you know, I mean, as is, is good as this team is and will be, um, uh, this, this, this schedule is going to be such a challenge and that's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be fun to, to, to go in there and, you know, week after week and, you know, know they got to play their best to, to, to win. And there's, there's, you know, certainly no layups this year. So, Time to get rolling. Camp's getting ready uh, you're just around the corner, and, um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's time to go. Christmas is here.
0: <laughs> yes, it's starting to get real. Um, it'll, it'll be here as soon as we know it, and fall camp is scheduled to start August the 3rd. So what the podcast is going to look like, um, what we're going to do uh, now is we're going to uh, preview the 2021 UAB offense for you guys. And next week, expect another episode uh, from us where we're going to uh, do, you know, a preview of the 2021 uh, UAB defense and special teams for you guys. And what that will do is that will lead up to fall camp. And, you know, once fall camp starts, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to uh, get Steve in there, at least see some action and, you know, kind of tell us what's going on. Because, you know, on paper, as Steve just mentioned, the schedule is going to be tough, but also on paper this team is deep you know this especially the defensive line offensive line uh very talented and deep really at every position is you know really just loaded with talent on this bill clark team and you know really this is going to be uh you know i think bill clark's you know most talented team that he's had at uab so far but definitely the schedule is going to be one of the toughest that he's had um so we're definitely going to have to earn it again this year to try to get another ring and Steve, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, catch some of, a uh, conference USA media days, uh, that I know they did unfortunately over zoom, but that's a- another story for another day. But I didn't yeah. get to see that, that, that bling that the guys had those new rings and they look sharp, buddy.
1: Oh man. Those they're, they're, they're crazy. They're crazy big, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. I, you know, I saw a side by side picture of the, of the, uh, 18 ring compared to the, you know, to this year's ring. And, um, it's it, the eighteen ring looks like um uh, you know, looks like you got it out of a toy box or something, uh or toy, you <laughs> yes. know. Yeah, was those cracker jacks. Uh you know, not oh, and, and the eighteen ring was a beautiful ring. Now don't get me wrong, but I mean it's just uh these these things have a lot of bling to it and and that's good because I think um you know last year was such a tough, you know, tough road for all you know, for everybody in college football. I mean, but but certainly yes. for UAB, you know, just for 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 them to win a championship in that was, um, you know, I think it deserves something a little more special or a little extra, I guess. And and um, you know, I tell you, it's just the, these uh, those uh, these rings are piling up a little bit, and it's it's kind of good to see.
0: It is, and going for another one this year, so definitely look forward to uh, kicking it off uh, in on September first in Montgomery against Jacksonville State. So looking forward to that and starting the title defense uh, for UAB this year. But we'll go over the offense with you guys, the 2021 offense and I guess Steve uh where to start um but other than the quarterback position. You know, let's go ahead and no, start no, no no
1: no 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 no.
0: <laughs>
1: we're starting up front. Now we're starting up front. Games are one up front. There you go. And the- this group up front this year is special now. So we're going to I'm sorry, I know you're the host, you're in charge. <laughs> but i'm gonna step on your toes here a minute and we're gonna start up front because i think i really think um uh as important as there's a quarterback in every position is i i you know i, I think this team man we got to talk about those guys up front i mean well, it's, let's
0: ooh. <laughs> let's go then let's go these guys all five starters are going to be coming back this year steve you know talk about the big nasties up front i mean this is going to be definitely the top offensive line at conference USA but definitely you know it's gonna be one of the best offensive lines in the country I think so yeah
1: sure. and you know and 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 really technically all seven starters because you yep. got you know because Jacoby Jones started games and, and, and right. played a pig role and uh, you know at the center position you had both will Reichard and Andrew Smith both started games you know about the uh, same amount so you've got seven guys up front that are returning starters basically you know, now they only have five spots, but, but, uh, you know, six as they go in that jumbo package, uh, but you know, um, you know, only have five spots. And honestly, here's the great thing about to me too, as great as, as good as those seven are, I mean, you, you, you could just have those seven and, and be, you know, probably the best offensive line in the, in the conference, but then some of those guys aren't guaranteed to start. I mean, that, that, you know, they've got yeah. some guys behind them. that are going to push them that, um, uh, that, so you, you're looking at, at, you know, most of the time, when you say, Hey, I got five returning starters up front, there's no competition in camp about who's going to start, you know, pr- provided they stay healthy. This camp, they're going to be competing and it might change. It might change on a, you know, a daily or, you know, certainly a weekly basis um, on, on who's going to be the, you know, the top five, you know, and, and that's, that's what's cool. And what's cool too is you have a lot of versatility in those guys. I mean, you have pretty much everybody, you know, Kadim Telford is, is will, you know, play nothing but left tackle. Um, Trehearn will play guard, you know, probably right guard. You know, that's where he's going to, you know, comes back as a starter. Other than that, probably everybody else in that line can play at least two positions. Some of them can play three, you know, and um, so that's what's cool about it too. You got this versatility, you know, and some of the new guys. I mean, I think Quincy McGee is, is a guard and, and uh, certainly Keyshawn Moore is a, a, a tackle. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, you've got a lot of versatility, so you got a lot of different things you can, you, you, you can do up front, you know, with, uh, w- with these guys. And, and, uh, that's what's to me, that's, what's great about it. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at, you know, you look, you go back to the championship game last year and, um, you know, you know, you had Andrew Smith, who was your, you know, basically what you consider your starting center returning center. He played guard. And you, and if you didn't know, you know, if you just turned on, on the, um, the TV and never seen them play, or if you were, or, or, you know, and do, really didn't know much about it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have noticed that. And, you know, but, but that's, what's great about this is just so they're, they're so versatile that, um, you know, you can kind of mix and match it if you have to, but, uh, but those five returning, you know, the five that, that you know, that you call returning starters, they're they're special now, and they're, and they're all old and they're all experienced, and and um, you know, so uh, it, it's 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 exciting, you know, and, and and it's it's another thing too is you have some pretty good young guys, you know, I think Eli Ritchie, uh, Trey Badoski. I mean, I think there's some guys that are pretty good young offensive linemen that probably won't even get a chance at, to play, right. Um, you know without injuries you know type thing that's that's how good you are with experienced guys so um it's exciting man i mean it's uh, these guys it, it's it's exciting
0: it is and it just breeds competition so expect you know things to really you know heat up in fall camp because these guys you know they're going to be pushing each other And, you know, you said, you know, with the seven guys having starting experience, I mean, they combined for, you know, 87 career starts as a unit. So this is just a very loaded and talented offensive line. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, Andrew Smith at center, but, you know, Will Riker really capable at the center position. I mean, just deep, you know, just pretty much plug and play on the offensive line. So it's just going to be really exciting to see how this offense does, you know, this year, um, especially on the offensive line. Um, but you mentioned some of those young guys, um, you know, Keegan Vaughn, uh, you mentioned uh, Eli Ritchie just, I mean, Hey, they can push for playing time too, coming in right away. So just definitely excited to see just how practice goes in fall camp, you know, leading up into the game and throughout the year. And, you know, unfortunately you don't want to see any injuries, but, you know, to be loaded on the line and, you know, we'll talk about next week on the defensive line, but just to have the depth, you know pretty much plug and play if something happens to somebody. And I hope to God we don't have to deal with the whole COVID, you know, uh, right. contact tracing again this year. But I mean, just, but we
1: might, we might, I mean, you know, we that might, that might yeah. be an issue. I mean, it might be an issue, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I think too that we got to talk about, um, First off, the, just the leadership up front too. I mean, you, you know, you've got a, a pair of just natural leaders in 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 Colby Ragland and, yes. and Sydney Wells, You know, yes. probably those two are as good of leaders as, as they have on that team. Um, but you you also you know when you're talking about this group, and, and we won't see until until they get on the field. But Kadeem Telford, man, uh, you know he mm-hmm. he would come on at the end of the year, and a lot of people had talked about him, and you know was, he was had a dominant championship game uh even though i thought the best offensive lineman on the field in that championship game was sydney wells i thought sydney wells was oh, just yes. killing people in that championship game but Kadim telford had really come on and from what i understand i haven't seen him i've seen a picture of him but i think he's you know from what i've heard he's he's lost quite a bit of weight and more than lost more than lost weight transformed his body a lot you know and and um you know so i think you're going to see a, a you know a a uh, slimmer Kadeem Telford than we saw last year. And, um, I think, uh, you know, this, this guy is, if, if he has a year that they expect from him, you know, I, I think you could see him being a, you know, in the NFL draft next year. I mean, I think he's an NFL caliber guy if he, if he reaches his potential. And so it's going to be so exciting to see, you know, him out there um, you know and you see how 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 different his body looks and just how 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 much um, how much more dominant he's going to be than he was at the end of last year and I thought at the end of last year was he was he was he was dominant he was a very dominant player so that's going to be fun to watch you know and, and it's also going to be fun to watch occasionally maybe um, you got 68 300 plus Kadim Telford, Telford, whatever they list him right now 68 335 I don't know exactly what his weight is you know you put him at left tackle and you put Big Keyshawn Moore, the Keep. JUCO kid coming in from Mississippi mm-hmm. Gulf Coast, who's 6'8, 350 is what they list him at. Um, so you got a couple six six eight bookends over there if that's <laughs> you know if, if that's the way they you know if that's what happens at, at certain times. You know, certainly Sidney Wells is still the, the the leader over there at right tackle, but you know occasionally you might be able to put a couple six eight uh, tackles out there, and I'm not sure. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not sure I remember that in conference USA for a long time, you know, to have, you mm-hmm. know, somebody has two, six, eight tackles that are good, you know, um, right. Not, you know, not just, you know, two, six, just, eight, fat, fat just guys. Bodies, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, I mean, they're, they're good. I, I, you know, I, I don't recall it and certainly I don't recall it from, you know, at UAB. So, um, that's exciting. But again, it's just, it, there's just so many guys there and there's some young guys that are good, but, um, I just don't know that you're going to need them. Hopefully, you know, because of that because if you do, it'd be injuries or, or um right. But because uh, I, I you know I think it's a situation that even if a guy looks really good, uh, you know, in camp, um, you know, I think they're going to save you know they would save it because they wouldn't they don't need them now they don't need the young guys right now and and uh, so I, I mean I, again I mean I don't mean to redirect the show but I think that. Starting with those guys is, is uh, this year especially is, is, is important because um, you know they're just so good up there.
0: No, definitely. I, I mean, I agree with you. Um, and just one last thing about the offensive line. You know, one of my favorite offensive lines uh, in UAB football history was that 2018 offensive line who, you know, they were kind of up there for the Joe Moore Award at the end of the season. Um, but I expect even better things out of this year's unit. So definitely uh, can't wait to see how those guys look this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I think uh, kind of like that line, I think there's so many athletic guys on this, on this team. Cause that was, what was to me was so great about that line is, yes is, is, um, you know, first off they were nasty, which, uh, you know, is a great thing. And, and, and they were just so athletic that they just come get after you, you know, pulling and just doing different things. And, you know, you can do the same thing with, with this group. It's going to be athletic and it's going to be nasty. And, and, um you know we'll see how, how it shakes out and who plays where but uh no matter what it's going to be a strength
0: definitely well now I'll take us over to the quarterback position uh, where Tyler Johnston returns this year and you know you guys remember last year unfortunately he did miss a couple games I believe he missed four games uh due to an injury uh last year but glad to have him back and word was you know he had a pretty good spring practice um and you know he looked um they didn't show a whole lot in that spring game, but, you know, you can go you can go back and listen to our uh, spring game recap episode, uh, which was the previous episode, if you guys want to hear us talk about that. Um, but I'm excited to see, you know, Tyler Johnston, um, what he's going to bring to the table again this year. You know, we mentioned previously, you know, he's a winner. He's always going to be a winner. Um, but last year, you know, I do feel like, you know, he definitely was not near 100%, um, but just glad to hopefully have him as close to 100% as possible. Um when we get towards, uh, kicking it off September 1st, um, but he's got a couple guys right behind him, and, you know, we talked about him, you know, during the spring, spring, uh, game preview, you know, uh, Dylan Hopkins had a really good spring practice, and then Bryson Lucero came in and lit it up, um, in the spring game a little bit, so just definitely great competition in that quarterback room, um, you know, we still, know that this is going to be tyler johnson's uh, team of course to start but i'm just excited to see how he progresses this year and just hope that you know the trend from last year where he only threw one interception that i mean it, he's probably gonna throw more than one interception this year but just hope that that you know kind of continues in the right direction for him
1: yeah i mean i i think he he made great choices last year and, and there were times that um you know he, he you know there were times he probably should have had more than one interception at times you know but um but you know, I, I think I think the one thing, and I've said this over and over, and, and I'm, I'm I don't care to I don't care if you've heard it before. Um, I'm, hu- I'm a huge, huge Tyler Johnson fan. I mean, I think that the guy. Uh, I mean, he, he, I'm just. I don't care about the interceptions. I what well, you know I care about the interceptions, but um, I think that's part of it. What makes him good, man? I mean, I think that he just competes, and and there's times where. Where he, you know, yeah, there's times where he might make a bad decision, but you know, again, I talk about, I've talked about this a lot too. Is it's easy to sit in the stands or behind a radio mic and not know exactly what's what the play call is and what people are supposed to do, and blame the quarterback for an interception because that's just a natural thing to do. And there's times where, hey, there's no, there's no doubt it's, it's he made a, he made a bad throw, right. but there's also times where we don't know exactly what happened. It might not be his fault. He might've put the ball where the ball was supposed to be. And the guy's not there. He might've had a guy saw him and started to throw and got hit enough where it affected his throw because, because the coverage, I mean, cause the, uh, the blocking, you know, mm-hmm. pass blocking broke down a little bit. So, so, it, you know, I don't think, I think it's, it's too easy sometimes to just say it's because of his bad decisions that the interceptions have been, um, It's just too easy to say that now. Now, are there times where it's pretty like I said, are there times where it's pretty obvious? Yes, certainly there is. But but it all comes out of being a competitor. And for for the guy to, You know, you can look at his injuries and some people go, well, he's injury prone. Well, you know, I don't I guess. But you also look at the stuff he plays through. Exactly. To, to, me, to me, that's a bigger part of the story than saying he's an injury pro. This guy is tough as nails, man. And, and, and see,
0: going back to that Miami game last year, we had no idea he was hurting then. And he no. played through that whole game pretty
1: yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he tried when he, when he, I think when it happened, he tried to go back again. Fine. I think they finally told him yeah. to sit down, you know. But, um, but, you know, it wasn't until later that he realized he was hurt like he was too. Cause um, honestly, I saw him on the plane and, and he walked on fine. I mean, he looked mm-hmm. fine, and it, I, to, I, from what I heard, it wasn't until later that night where he realized, you know, once I guess his you know adrenaline wears off or whatever, yeah. realized that hey, something's not right, you know, and um, and he wasn't healthy from day one last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he just, but but he can but the guy competes, you know, and and you know, you you almost, he's the type of guy that you almost have to put some sort of brace on. And, to make sure he doesn't go back on uh, on the field, you you can yeah. steal his helmet, you know. You, you take <laughs> his helmet and say you can't go back here, but he'll go take somebody else's helmet and run out there. That's he's just a tough kid, man, and he competes. And you think that as a leader, you think his teammates don't see that, right? Darn right, they see that, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I you know the criticism of of, of him and there's a lot of people that're critical and a lot of people that you know, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, the, the guy first off the guys won you know, helped, helped his team win two championships in the last three years. Right. Uh, was a, certainly a winner in high school. Um, he's productive when he's out there. Um, you know, even in the games he's made mistakes, he's had, he's been productive when he's out there. So, um, you know, I, I hope we see a year where he stays healthy the whole, t- you know, healthy enough to be on the field the whole time. Because he's not going to be 100% healthy. Nobody is. You know? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, once the season starts, I mean, he's going to be banged up. But I, you know, I hope it's nothing that that keeps him out. And we can see him there the whole year. I do think that um, the biggest uh, there was about two or three things that to me personnel wise in the spring that were, you know, the, you know, the big things that happened, and one of those. um was the, the fact that Dylan Hopkins reintroduced himself. You know, I mean, I think yes. that we sort of had forgotten him, at you know, because the injuries and, uh, you know, he had a couple injuries last year. Um, you know, one he didn't play at fl- all last fl- year. Yeah. No, he didn't play at all. And, you know, I, I mean, I think part of it was uh, um, the contact tracing stuff and part of it was uh, a couple of injuries he, he had and, um, you know, sort of forgot about him uh but i loved the way he played in the spring and and like i say kind of reintroduce introducing stuff and really moved ahead of, of of Lucero by the end of spring now that doesn't mean in fall camp we don't know what it'll happen. you know i mean they'll, they'll compete again um but we, right. you know when you when you've got three guys that um uh, have have started and and have been successful at times and you know i mean obviously there's um they've struggled at times too but uh you know i mean Dylan Hopkins was a quarterback for you know, he quarterbacked him to the championship game, you know, in yeah, in nineteen, yeah. yeah, and and then Lucero had some good moments last year and had some struggling moments last year, but um, you know, both those guys are going to be better than they were, and so uh, you know, I think you look at the, with those three guys, I think you 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 know you feel pretty good going into to, to a season.
0: Definitely. And real quick, you know, if you look at Lucero, you know, that South, the South Alabama game, I mean, he was on fire that game. If we, mm-hmm. if we could just get him to do that, you know, for the rest of the season, if he, if if he, if he's called upon, then we'd be in pretty good shape.
1: Yeah. And, and he struggled. I mean, he, he struggled, um, you know, when, when people, you know, the, the one the advantage he had against South Alabama is they'd never seen him. Right. So they didn't, you know, they didn't really know, you know, what, what his weaknesses were and, you know, and then when, when, once you see him one time in a full game, then you start knowing, you know, these coaches are good. Now (laughs) These these defensive coaches know what they're doing. And so, you know, they, they know how to, how to uh, take advantage of his weaknesses. And I think that was part of it. I mean, here, you know, he's a guy that, uh, you know, yeah, he played at a great high school program, but he, you know, he just didn't play much. And, and so he's just a guy who's just, he's going to get better with, with, with the more he plays and, and, Um, he's, he's still really young in the game and, and, um, he, he, you know, I mean, there's times where he, he throws those, especially those short and intermediate routes where, where, you know, where you really got to put some, some mustard on it and he can spin it now. He can spin those. I mean, there's times I've watched a lot this summer of games last year. And I mean, there's some throws he makes that you just, I just play them back and I am like, wow, look at that throw. And I'll play it back and watch it because he can spin it. So, um. You know he he's he's gonna be better. You know and um, and there was you know the, and and let's face it too that that day against South Alabama as good as he was, uh, you know Austin Watkins was Superman that Ooh, night too. And, yeah, and he was in beast mode that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean he made some plays. Uh, you know I mean the opening ball uh, where he threw deep for the long mm-hmm. game, it was it wasn't a good throw. I mean it was just a great adjustment by Austin Watkins and to make the play. You know and and right. um, so you know, I think that, that certainly helped him. And, um, but, uh, no, he, he's certainly, he's improved. Uh, Dylan Hawkins has improved. Tyler's improved. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you, you I think you got to feel pretty good
0: right there. Definitely. And last thing on quarterback, Steve, that I want to mention is I, I can't wait to see a Dylan Marotra coming in. Um, you know, oh, yeah. Bruce, the freshman, I can't wait to see how he looks, you know, in practice actually getting to see him on the field and how he looks.
1: Yeah. Cause I thought his tape, I mean, I watched his tape oh, and I, I thought highlights he looked, are nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he made some, he made some athletic plays and, and, um, you know, he, he's just, he, he's, um, he's kind of fun, you know, I hadn't met him, but I mean, you look at his Twitter and he's, he's, you know, yeah. he's, trying, he's trying to recruit guys to come here and he's, yes. he's really excited about being in Birmingham. And, um, you know, I think he's got to be a you know, a great guy in the locker room for him, and and you know, I hope you know uh, nothing against him, but I hope he doesn't play this year. <laughs> you know, yeah, you
0: know,
1: I hope. Uh, you know, other than maybe getting in some some garbage four,
0: time or four, yeah. four
1: game red shirt type thing, but uh, yeah, hopefully they're they're healthy enough there where he can he can stay sit there and learn. But I think you know in the future he's going to be fun to watch.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, from here, I think what we'll do is we'll move into previewing our uh, running backs. I and mean, I believe we got a pretty good running back who actually gets to be running back number one this year, uh, Steve. I, I think you you like him a little bit, uh, Dwayne <laughs> McBride, I believe.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, <laughs> y- y- it's it's funny when you when you go when you think about this and 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 you think when you lose a guy like Spencer Bram, who oh, is yes. just you know obviously the face of the program and and just so good at you know so many times so many big games and um when you when you think about it, you think like you almost think like well i'm glad he's gone because now mcbride gets gets a chance to get a, a you know a full load of carries you know and right. it, it sounds silly to say uh, you're glad spencer's gone um but in in a way you are because it gives the next guy you know his next man up type right. thing and gives him a chance here and you know, that's what college football is all about and but he's—I mean—he's special now. I mean, you know, some of the some of the runs, you know, you know, when we first knew it, obviously was when he sp- uh, spun in against Western Kentucky when he spun away and you know ran seventy-one for a touchdown. And well, just, don't forget uh, though
0: that the South game too. Remember when we did our
1: recap on the South game? I think it was like late. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he so. he we saw did, him yeah. have a
0: couple good runs then. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, did, then yeah. we
1: did. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I'll never forget I. Uh, um one of their scrimmages last year, there was, I didn't get a chance to, I, I went to one of them, but I didn't get a chance to go to, to one of them. And, um, I just texted, you know, a friend of mine who was there, you know, somebody on the staff and I said, Hey, who, um, who played well, you know, and, and the first name they listed was, was Dwayne McBride. And my first thought was who, <laughs> You know, cause I, you just think about, you know, you just think about Spencer yeah, and, Stanley, and all that. Yeah. 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 Right. And it just, it just didn't. And, and I'm like, who, who? And then I looked down, you know, I looked at my roster and went, oh, that's that freshman from Florida. Okay. Well that's surprising. Um, mm-hmm. but then as soon as I saw him, I'm like, okay, that's not surprising. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, he's special, you know I mean? He's, he's a guy that, um, you know, he's like Spencer in the fact that you're going to get tired of tackling him. Um, he doesn't, you know, you really didn't get a chance to see how durable he is last year and how, you know, how, how, Um, because that was a great thing about Spencer. Spencer got stronger as the game went off, Yes, you know, and, and, um and the great thing about, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. The great thing about McBride is he's got a chance to play college football now, so he knows what it's all about, but he's not beat up from his first year. You right. know Spencer had to carry the ball so many times, man in his, in from seventeen. First year.
0: yes,
1: oh, he had to carry it so many times. so he was beat up going to sophomore year now he handled it well, but he was still beat up going to sophomore year. um but you know, with this group, you got a chance to maybe give them some you know they they, they weren't they weren't very deep at running back in seventeen Now they can be. you know you got right. obviously Witherspoon's gonna uh, Lee Witherspoon's going to come in and. You know, hopefully get some big plays for you. You know, obviously, Lucius Stanley's still there. Larry Wooden, um, A.J. Gates, you know, might get a few carries. So, you've got a chance maybe to not have to carry, you know, for him not to have to be Superman. Now, there are some games where you're going to need him to be Superman. There are some games where he's going to have to carry the ball, you know, 25, 30 times, which I think he can't. Oh, um, yeah. But, um, but you're not going to have to do that day after day, you know, game after game. So that, that's, um, that's good, you know, but he, man, I, people don't know, you know, people, you know, you can look at the high, you know, people see those highlights and, you know, think, okay, well, he, he's pretty good, but they don't know how special this guy could be. Um, you know, we've seen it, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen enough glimpses of it. I mean, I mean, he, he, he gained almost 10 yards a, a, a carry last year, you know, nine point something. And, um, You know, if he were to, and and he was ready to have more carries, he just didn't, they just didn't get a chance, so he's special, it's going to be fun.
0: Definitely, I mean, and even go back to the championship game, I mean, he had, you know, he had over 100 yards in the championship game, and he had to, you know, kind of sit out a few plays, because, you know, he he got a little uh, nicked up uh, during the game, I mean, we won't (laughs) actually go into what exactly happened, but. You know he uh, well no,
1: you know you mean when he got hit in the nuts yeah,
0: <laughs> no, no. yeah
1: no but he he also in the second half had had, had a hamstring issue so yeah. he um, he went um, uh, he didn't play probably the last quarter and a half and Larry Wooden came in and took took his carries. And the announcers didn't even know McBride <laughs> was out of the game. So that's, right. That's that's how well Larry Wooden was running on the couple of carries he had. You know, they 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 were saying, "Well, McBride's hard to bring down." I was like, "Dude, that's Larry Wooden." Right. And, um, but yeah, he was a little banged up. I mean, it wasn't a, a hamstring pull or anything like that. He would have played in the bowl game, but uh, he just you know he strained it that night, and it was cold night, and um, I think that was kind of what happened. And and but um, but yeah, he was. I mean, he, I mean, I. The, the one of the re- things I wish would have happened last year is I wish he would have been the guy at rice. You yeah, know, I, I wish he wouldn't, you know, when, when Spencer couldn't play, mm. uh, which was unfortunate, I wish Spencer would have been the guy at rice, but you know, when, when he, when he couldn't play, um, you know, because of the COVID, you know, I, I really wish that he would have that chance to be the guy that day. And, um, you know, I think that would have helped him. Uh, I think that would have helped him this year. You know I mean? Having at least a game under him where he had to be, you know, the, the guy. Um, but, you know, he, he didn't. And, and you know, he's gotten plenty. He got enough carries last year to, to really know what college football is all about. And, you know, I'm sure uh, I haven't seen him yet, you know, before camp. But, you know, I'm sure with Lyle Henley's, uh, you know, offseason program, this is, you know, this is his first chance to have a full year offseason. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's a monster right now and and um, in great shape and uh, faster and stronger than ever. So, it's kind he he's, he's going to be, he's going to have a, uh, he's going to have a big year.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, sincere McCormick, uh UTSA uh being the best running back. I um, mean, conference, U- which I mean, he, he's earned it. He is. He's earned it, but
1: yeah, there's no Confer- doubt.
0: Con- conference USA better be on alert though for Dwayne McBride, you know? So yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> no doubt. I mean, you know, doubt. I mean, McCormick's the best. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, he's an NFL running back, you know, and, yeah. and probably next year. You know, I mean, I would imagine he'll, he'll go after, I would guess he'd go after this year. Um, maybe not, but I would guess he would. I mean, as long as he stays healthy as this year and has right. the same kind of year, but, um, you know, I'm not sure after him, you know, uh, the price at, at FIU is really good and there's a couple other guys are good, but I don't know that there's another one as good as, as, uh, Dwayne McBride, you know, uh, uh, first, you know, a uh, number one running back Dwayne McBride, um, in this conference other than, than sincere McCormick.
0: Definitely. Uh, Before we move on to uh, our wide receiver, Steve, I do. uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about uh, AJ Gates coming over from Alabama?
1: Oh man. I tell you what, this, this, this kid in high school was dynamic now. I mean, he, uh, he was one of those kids that, I mean, so it, every time he touched it, you kind of held your breath. Unless you were from Mountain Brook, and then you, you know you were excited. He had the ball <laughs> in his hand. But if you're on the other team, you just held your breath. I mean, he's quick, he's strong, he's five seven listed. Um, but you know, here here here's the deal. He was a big time high school running back. He spent two years at Alabama. He was, he, he was a preferred walk on, uh, but he was you know I mean they, they brought him there you know and so right. if he's good enough to to go and play in that program. Um, didn't play in a game that I know of, but, um, practice every day against those guys, you know, a, a scout team, whatever practice, you know, got the coaching, mm-hmm. um, and, then and was in their weight program for two years. So he's, he'll be better than ever coming in. You know, he'll, he, I mean, he'll, he'll be ready to play. Um, now how many carries he'll get? I don't know, but, um, he's the kind of guy he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's Quick, he's fast. Uh, again, he's he's he's, you know, you hold your breath. I mean, he he can in high school he could he felt like he could score every time he touched the ball, um and, and so I think he's going to come in and have a chance. I mean, to to play yeah. now now when you get him and you know Witherspoon obviously was the same way in high school. um You know, playing a different level. You know, that's the one thing too that AJ Gates had is you know when you play in in that region in. 7A with at the time they were in 7A. I was here in 6A now in Mountain Brook, but 7A, you know, against you know the Hoovers and Thompsons and um, uh, you, know, went, um, yeah. you know, you know Vestavia's. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, this, you know, so he played at the best, you know highest level um, and was darn good, you know. And and the Witherspoon, you know, had 59 touchdowns or whatever the heck it was in, yeah. in his one year. So you got a couple home run hitters right there, you know, and that's what. That's what they're going to do, you know. That's what they're when they get in there. They're going to try to get them in space, and uh, you know, make them t- you know make you tackle them with one guy and see what see what happens. But I'm really excited to see Witherspoon. You know, really, the spring game didn't really get a chance to to get started, you know, because I think that it just yeah. you know just it just never you know. And then the one time he really got going. Michael Fairbanks made a great play and came from behind him and stripped, stripped the ball from him. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. he fumbled, you know, so uh, I'm excited to see what, uh, cause I think there was a, a couple injuries for him, not, not injuries, but he was banged up a little bit in, in, in spring and didn't get to play as much. So I'm excited to see him healthy and, and, and running around too. So I think with him, with those two guys uh, from, you know, the running back position, they're going to have a chance to get them in space and, um, you know, and, and and do some things. So um, that that'll be that'll be fun to watch. But I I was really excited when I saw AJ Gates on the on the roster. I didn't know that that was uh, happening until I saw the roster.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely glad to get him. You know, and get Witherspoon. You know, two SEC transfers. You can't beat that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on to our wide receivers. Now, you know, if you guys listen to us in the spring, you know, we kind of left spring saying that this unit was going to be the, you know, the one question mark on the offensive side of the ball for UAB. Um, Steve, are we still kind of feeling the same way, even though, you know, we do, you know, I I believe in spring, though, we didn't have the the Penn State transfer, um, TJ Jones and, uh, you know, some other guys, too. So I'll let you talk about it.
1: Well, I did at least, you know, obviously leave spring practice wondering what, you know, even though some good, some good things happened in the spring that made you feel a little better. Yeah. Um, I, you know, uh, I think that the two big additions since then that we didn't know that, you know, at the time had not happened with the TJ Jones, um, you know, from Penn state and then Taywan uh, Palmer, who was yeah. a, uh, a wide receiver from snow junior college from Milwaukee originally and, played at snow junior college in, um, in Utah this spring, you know, they played the spring spring ball, um, for in, in Juco. And they were, they played in a national championship game and he had in the national championship game. I think he had, you know, I think five catches for, you know, 190 yards or something like that. One long touchdown, another catch that he went up over a guy made the catch and they kind of came down, both of them together with the ball. He had control of it. And, um, the ref called it an interception. Yeah, I saw how, that. Yeah, how yeah. I don't know, but there you know <laughs> that that puts him over 200 yards probably if they call it correctly. Mm-hmm. But he's man, he's he's good. I mean, he, he's you know, now obviously he's not playing against cornerbacks at, the cornerbacks he's going to play, you know, in college and 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 really the defenses and the uh, schemes and stuff he's going to play with are not you know, not going they're a lot better than they play. He played it he played it at snow against, but and I think he's a guy that it looks like he can extend the field and get downfield a big strong guy almost almost like an austin watkins looking guy um you know you hate to say he's going to be austin Watkins till you you see him do it because that's you know austin Watkins is pretty special but uh you know i think with those two guys in the mix of what they're what you know what they proved in in the in the in the um in spring you know some guys have stepped up in spring and the other thing is you look at fred Ferrier jr fred fred Second, and um and jordan palmer they're two true freshmen coming in you know you watch film of those guys and you think like they're you know they're athletic strong you know bigger guys so you, you think they might be able to step in and, and play you know as freshmen um you, you know if needed too so you got four guys right there that that are going to come in to you know to help you know and and so i i feel pretty good about that position now coming in because you got uh, Trey Shropshire obviously was great in the championship game, and you know he's going to be your right. he should you know hopefully he'll step in and be the number one guy uh, or you be kind of your go to guy, um, and, and then you have um, you know Ryan Davis. You know I talked earlier about you know the the things that happened in the spring that that were were huge and you know Dylan Hopkins, but I think the other thing offensively that happened in the spring was Ryan Davis. You know and and what he can do because I think he he looks like he really's ready to, to, to be the guy, you know, and, and I think with him, you know, I think we talked about it after the spring, but, uh, you know, one thing coach Clark told me about when I asked him about him was he had always played baseball. He was a big time, you know, really good baseball player in high school. So he always went from, you know, when football season over, he went right into baseball training and really never had an off season of weightlifting, you know, and, um, and he's been, he's one of the guys since he's been at UAB that has made as many strides as anybody is, you know, is, is physically, you know, so he's faster than he's ever been, he's stronger than he's ever been, uh, you know, he's certainly not a big guy, but he's, but he's, he's, he's added to his strength, and so I think he's going to be, you know, I, I mean, I think he's going to have a, you know, really big year. I, you know, I, I loved him, and I mean, caught everything in spring, um, uh, you know, in the scrimmage I saw, he had a couple catches in the. uh, in the, um, the
0: spring game, spring
1: yeah. game. And, you know, and he also had two catches against Louisiana last year. One of them was a big time, went up and got the ball on a third down, um, kind of in a, a deep seam and and went up and got it. And um, so I think, you know, he, he's, he's showing flashes, but I think I see him being, uh, you know, a big for him this year. And the other thing I liked in the spring that you didn't see as much, but you saw glimpses of was, right. w- was what they can do out of the slot position. Because you got Ryan Davis playing the slot, you got Jermaine, Jermaine, Jermaine Brown playing the mm-hmm. slot. You're probably going to have Samaria Rudolph either, you know, playing part time at the slot, maybe going outside some too, depending on you know who who, who is playing well, um, you know, or what they need. But you have three if you have those, just those three guys, we listed right there. You have three playmakers right there. So you can su- do so many different things with those guys and they're all kind of different. Jermaine Brown to me is going to be a huge part of this offense. I mean, as far as you can run him on jet sweep stuff, you can, you know, you can do some third down stuff with, you know, getting the ball quick and make, let them make plays you can get them out and, you know, in, out in the flat. And so I think, you know, that's going to be to me a position that they really need to use, you know, uh, I'm, and I think they will. I mean, I think that's a position. And then if, 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 if Rajay Johnson, Sanders, Sanders, Johnson, whatever, w- whatever order that goes, um, <laughs> you know, if he can, if he can finally reach it, you know, what his potential is. And I thought he showed at times he showed in the spring, um, that he that he's ready, you know, and, yeah. and I mean he had he had he had a couple nice catches in the spring game late in the spring game, and so you know you add him to that mix too, and and all of a sudden you you, you look at it and you go like wow this is some you know this is could be a deep and position that could could do some good things you know and and um, you know and one thing you don't know about him that you're gonna have to do in this offense is you don't know how they're gonna block you know and I think yeah that was what that was what made. That's what's made their running game. That's a big part of the running game over the years, you know, over these since, since Bill Clark's been there, you know, I mean, Austin Watkins was a great blocker, you know, Myron Mitchell was a really good mm-hmm. blocker. Parham when he was there was a really good blocker, you know? So you, these guys, they, they can't just, you know, run down the field. You know, they're going to have to be blockers and, and, that's going to be a big part of it too. If these guys can um, block like those other guys, and and, and that's not something you really going. To, we're really going to be able to see until you know until a game. You know, the coaches will be able to see it obviously, but we're not going to be really see it to, to a game. So that's going to be a big part. You know, uh, you know how how do these guys adapt to uh, to to, to becoming blockers too.
0: Definitely, and I'm glad, Steve, that you mentioned a uh, Rajay Johnson Sanders. Um, you know, he was a high, um, a high recruit out of JUCO. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I do think he had a really good spring game. He had, you know, definitely one ball that he d- went up and grabbed. I think it was either it was either Hopkins or Lucero that threw him that ball. But he, I, I, I came out of the spring game, and that was one of my things that. I took out of the spring game that I I was really glad to see him look good in the spring game and definitely hopeful that he'll trans, you know, translate that to the, to the season this year. And, um, I guess we can also, you know, go ahead and talk about the tight ends. I mean, but you know, they're already proven Hayden Pittman and Garrett Prince, you know, they're, they're proven, you know, they,
1: (laughs) yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the strength of of this, this thing with those two guys. And, you know, I think we're, you know, we think we're ready to see Malik Bryant, do some more things. And, yes, you know, certainly Terrell McDonald showed some flashes last year and, and and in the spring was really good. So those four guys, I think you're ready to, you know, um, you see, you know, all four of them are going to get a chance. But, you know, Hay- Hayden Pittman, Prince has been good, and Prince is real good. But to me, Hayden Pittman has been borderline – MVP type type stuff the way with the he stuff has. he does and, and and I'm talking about the way he blocks the way he you know he catches it when he needs to makes big catches um his his goofy personality that I think really <laughs> they're, they're really just kind of um brings a team together I think he's a team leader in a goofy sort of way but I, but I think he's been so important in so many ways to this program um you know and the other thing is um he he's he's improved so much since he's gotten there, and and guys see that, and I think it's that's through hard work too, you know. So I think guys, I think he's led by example. He's certainly he's led by you know, uh, again just being kind of goofy and being a leader, uh, you know, in that way. But but that I mean, if if you just to me, he's an all conference player just for his blocking. You know, I mean, that guy's a great blocker.
0: He I mean, is. a great
1: blocker, and 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 um, you know, he's also can catch the ball and and that type of thing. But man, he blocks the heck out of you, you know. And and so he's been the, he's been one of the glue guys for a long time. And so it's it and with him and him and Prince, you know, I think they're roommates or so they were. Or I think they still are. And so they kind of you know they they are they're, they're kind of leaders and kind of follow each other. So. Uh, that, yeah, that's a big
0: position. Definitely. Well, Steve, buddy. I think we hit on all of our positions for this offensive twenty twenty one offensive preview for the UAB Blazers. Um, now, I do uh, just you know want to talk to you just real quick before we uh, end this episode. Um, you know, Coach Clark has always wanted a balanced offense, and I feel like last year they were really balanced. You know, with the run game and with the pass game. But what, in your opinion? does this offense need to do to kind of take that next step in this 2021 season?
1: Um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, this is going to sound strange because, because this is what they do, but I think obviously run the football with a lot of success. I mean, I think that that's going to start everything with this team, but yeah. I, but I think that the, the one thing that, that might be a little different is I think they need to take advantage of the versatility, you know, and and they need to take like like said, they need to take advantage of the slot receiver and have them doing different things. They need to take advantage of of you know different guys in the backfield that can do different things. You know, uh, uh, you know particularly Witherspoon and maybe Gates. You know, and uh, and really even uh, Lucius Stanley's a a guy that can um, you know get get on the edge and make big plays. I mean, I think they've got to they've got to make sure to take it. Um, take advantage again of their versatility. Cause I think they have a lot of it, you know, and, and if, um, if Tyler Johnson is healthy enough to run, uh, you know, without worrying about, you know, getting him banged up, then, then they need to take advantage of him, you know, running the yes. football. And if he's not, then they need to, you know, take advantage of of, of Dylan Hopkins coming in and running the football. Yeah. In certain, bring him in, cer- in for
0: a couple of plays. Yeah. yeah. In,
1: in certain situations. Cause the great thing about him now is, you know, they've known he, they know he can throw the ball too. So it's not just one of those things where you come in and, uh, you know, like a a wildcat sort of thing where you you come in you know that I can throw the ball, um, with him, you gotta, you know, you gotta be wary of him throwing the ball. So I think just, I think take advantage of, of everything that you, you're so deep and so, um, different multi, you know, multi talented multifaceted type stuff, I think right. taking advantage of all that is is going to be really, really key this year. Instead of just lining up and trying to, you know, pound the ball at people, even though at times you're going to do that and, and they've got to be able to do that. But I, I don't think you can just sit back and just, just do that, you know, and just, just sit back and do that and occasionally try to hit a deep ball. I, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. that, I don't think that's, that I don't think that's what you need right now to, for, for for this group, you know, not now there's years, there's years where that's okay. You know, there, there, <laughs> there, there is years where that's okay. This group, I don't think so. I think you have a lot of um, different type of pieces in there that you need to take advantage of.
0: Right. Cause I was just about to say, buddy, this, this schedule, they're not going to be able to do that. They're going to need no. to take some shots.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, the schedule is, yeah, is yeah. You, they're going to have to take some shots and they're going to have to, um, they're going to, you know, as good as they are defensively, as great as they are defensively, and we'll talk about that in the next episode. Right, they're going to have to win a couple of these games offensively, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's not that's something that they really haven't done since the return. You know, it's always it's always been okay. Well, let's win it with the defense, and and you know, um, for the most part. And, and but but there's some games where they're going to have to say, hey, we're going to have to go out and score, you know, and 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 keep our foot on the gas. For for you know the entire time you know and and, um, and and I think they have the pieces to do that you know and, and and I'm not sure they've had you know completely the pieces to do that in the past you know I mean they've had a little bit of it but not not fully um, which I I think they got the pieces now so I think that'll be I think that'll be key and I think they will I mean I you know I think they that they have things in place to do that it's just a, a you know matter of going out and doing it.
0: Definitely. And I think they know that they need to do that this year. So definitely look forward to see what happens. Um, But guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, And if you haven't already, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you're getting the Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us right now. Subscribe to us or follow us just to make sure that, you know, as Steve just mentioned, we're going to do a defensive episode for you next week. So go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure that you don't miss our next episode coming for you. Um, But also, if you're not already, give us a follow on Twitter um, at twitter.com slash blazerpod. Um, You know, I think we're trying to get to 500 followers now. um, So definitely, you know, help us achieve that goal and give us a follow. Uh, But on that note, guys, we'll see you guys next week. And as always, go Blazers.